Welcome back, Cardiacrin Kids. Week one of the NFL season already here. I am Mark, and with me once again is Brandon. Brandon, What's are we excited? Are we ready to go? Dude, I am finally so, here. So ready. It just finally. ever ever since the end of last season. It's been a long wait since January. You know what I mean? Long so I am, wait. I am. St- so pumped so pumped to see odell beckham in action we got a little taste of that mean uh defensive front there our defensive mm-hmm. line you know we got a little bit of them together and in just that short time it was absolutely disgusting it was very so, limited but very very dirty for yeah, sure and if that's any of indication of how this this year is gonna go i mean defensively let's we can ignore the offense in that game but uh, it's it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful season. Yeah, and we've talked about it off air quite a bit, but it's not blind hope anymore. You know, it's actual real optimism that the Browns can actually be good. The Browns could actually make some noise in the league. Wild card could be a disappointment to some people. I mean, two years ago we were 0-16, and now it's a disappointment if we don't win the division. That's crazy. I yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, like I, I don't know about you know making the wild card. I I think, I, and I've said it before, is any anything in the playoffs is a win for me right now. Sure, that's that's the first step. And I think if we get just get to the playoffs, it's gonna be tough because we are a young team. We haven't been there in a while. It's I don't know how much that really plays in, but I mean, you got. At, at, that's assuming that Baker is doing Baker playing really well off season. And we all know from college, he's a winner. And I mean, obviously besides his last game, he wasn't able to get it done, but that was also a very close game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's, I, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. We're, we're, you know, we're talking about all that stuff, but I'm just excited. We're finally just, at week one. Yeah, and we'll no do more. we'll do some predictions later. So you're gonna have to maybe nail that down between wild card and division or not. Yeah. But we are very young. We have a second year quarterback. We have a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. We have two rookie specialists, which how do you feel about the Scottish Hammer and uh Seabert one in? You know, I was extremely comfortable with the Scottish Hammer at least. You are the only. You are actually the one who like put a little doubt in my mind. But uh, to be fair, though, the reason I was trying to limit expectations not because I mean I wanted the hammer to win. The problem is I just did not see them going with two rookie specialists. And I mean we've learned time and time again never count out anything Dorsey would do. I mean, look how uh, Braxton Miller we thought he was a shoe in mm-hmm. ends up getting cut. Yeah, and um, they even re-signed Willie to the practice squad over Braxton. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I like it. It's a it's a little risky. Um, like I said, I would like to see more. Or, I mean, he's he's it's his first year, so you can't really see more. But you know, he only had the two solid games. You know, he was he was sketchy early on in training camp, and then you know in the first couple games he cleaned it up when he got a little confidence, saying, "Hey, this these are your games." Um, but yeah, with with the wide receivers, that whole situation uh, was kind of a surprise with what they ended up doing. Yeah, um, just all around, like you said, Braxton, them bringing Braxton in, it almost seemed like you were bringing him bringing him in at that point to, you know, give him a spot on the roster because I mean it's not like he really had much of a chance to really compete, and um. Like you said, I mean, I liked Willie's. I thought he was going to make the the roster, but it's I, I love that they were at least able to get him to come back and hang around on the practice squad. I'm shocked that they got him on the practice squad, actually. I did not yeah. think he would make it. Yeah, there was there was a few good receivers uh, floating around out there. I know one was a, a hard knocks guy, uh, Keelan Doss. Yeah. Which I was surprised he got cut because Gruden loved him. Like, he yeah. absolutely loved him, but... Um, you know that they ended up cutting him, but he, I mean he looked good. He had a couple drops in the last game, which I don't know if that, you know, really had that big of an impact, or you know, maybe that was the deciding factor for him. But yeah, either way, I don't care about them. 
because they they don't wear orange and brown. They don't matter. care about willies. Um, you know who did not wear orange and brown for about 24 hours was Greg Robinson. That was the most random, bizarre thing. I didn't. Even, what are you talking? You don't about? even know what I'm talking about. Why, well, it was very quick. Sunday night, get a t- or a tweet notification from Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. The Browns have released offensive tackle Greg Robinson. Panic ensued. Some people thought maybe it was Trent Williams. Some people thought, who knows? But then it, the reports started coming out more and more. And for whatever reason, they cut him and re-signed him in order to get Drew Forbes on the IR with the designation of him possibly returning in uh, eight weeks or six weeks or whatever it is. So it was just like a technical technical technicality. Yeah, exactly. I gotcha. But for that first five, ten minutes... It was like the episode of SpongeBob and his brain where like everything's on fire and people are running hmm. around and stuff. I mean, it was nuts. It was just so out of the blue. If and something like that happened and like stuck, I'd be like, all right, well, we're trading for what was his name? Trent, Trent Williams. Williams. Yeah, right. Yeah. That would bring him on. Yeah, that seemed like it made the most sense at the time. Mm-hmm. But you never know with Dorsey. I mean, I'm sure it helped Robinson in terms of compensation. Whether sure. it gave him a new, longer contract, more money up front. But, yeah, Dorsey's he's a wild man. You never know. Dorsey is a wild man. NFL is the Wild West. What are you going to do? Um, so, to let, let's go through the depth chart after the, uh, the cuts. Let's see who, you know, um, we're going to just read through each position. We're not going to go two into it yeah sure so uh starting off obviously this is an easy one uh quarterback position no controversy this year baker mayfield the man the myth the future legend um and then i think uh they kept drew stan and and Gil- garrett the mm-hmm. that drew stan and garrett gilbert yeah um I, I love that because I and I honestly think if God forbid Baker Mayfield had to come out of any game, I think you put Garrett Gilbert in instead of Drew Stanton. Well Baker will start coming out in the fourth quarter when we're up by so <clears throat> much. True. Okay. And which and I'd it, rather have Gilbert get some experience. Exactly. But um no, I and and that's kind of what I, I laid out my like best case scenario is that they keep three quarterbacks, they keep Drew Stanton and they keep, you know, one of the other guys and Drew Stanton is literally just a coach. A, a, yeah, he's just a coach like. Yep. I I think cuz in his limited time and you know just the preseason against backups with backups granted, he didn't really do much. No. Everyone, you know, he, everyone's like, "Oh, he's he's a vet and you know what you're going to get from him." Well, what I know that I'm gonna get from him is three points and a half, maybe. Yeah. Move, yeah. You know, a couple, maybe yeah. two first downs. Right. Um. You know, it's it's he just doesn't move the ball really. You know, they he no. relies on a run game and short passes, and it just and never does anything. He's probably not gonna turn it over. No. But um, that that and so in that situation, I'd much rather have a guy like Garrett Gilbert who. You know, showed a lot of promise in the preseason, and I think can, you know, be a guy you come in if worst case scenario, and can at least not make the game suck to watch completely. Yeah, no, couldn't say any better myself. <clears throat> I agree a hundred percent. So go ahead. I was going to say, just going into the running backs. Uh, obviously, Nick Chubb, we got number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, still got Hilliard at number two, and then Dearness Johnson at three. Nothing crazy. Yep. I think Hilliard will take more of the third down mm-hmm. uh, type of uh, plays, and uh, both of them, Johnson and Hilliard, are going to get some uh, chances to return some punts and kicks. Hopefully, just hold on to the ball. You know, that's pretty much. I think turnovers could be one of the very few things that could beat this team as long as you know you hold on to the ball and yeah, two hands. Other than that, I mean, really. Not much else you can say about it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Hilliard's gonna play pretty much Duke Johnson's role, and uh, I think it'll be just fine. You know, yeah. he's 
he he's not going to be asked to do a ton, but I mean he'll be asked to you know catch some passes and do you know just what's necessary pick up some blocks because I'm sure he'll be in for a lot of you know passing mm-hmm. downs out of the shotgun and stuff. So as long as he knows how to pick up his blocks and how to how to read that properly, yeah, be they, good. They also signed uh, Elijah McGuire, <coughs> who's got a couple years experience with the Jets on the practice squad. So mm-hmm. if they're struggling, you got a nice somewhat i mean not super proven but a guy who's been around the league the last couple years sure and then we're only eight weeks away from the uh nick chubb kareem hunt duo exactly yeah right just hold off for eight weeks pretty much um getting into the wide receiver position we've already kind of touched on uh kind of some of the moves that have been made there but obviously odell beckham jr number one you know jarvis landry richard higgins the the three we knew for sure were going to be on the team Mm mm-hmm I thought this was kind of a surprise, Damian Ratley being. I'm not. You know, um, no, I'm not. They apparently the <clears throat> coaching staff loves him. Well, I'll loves say his tools. Yeah, sure. I'll say over the guys because obviously, um, which which I just the only guy really I guess I preferred more was Willie's. I I expected it to be Willie's and Ratley, but obviously they went out and made some other moves. Yeah, they, you know, trained for uh, Taewon Taylor who is uh, listed, I guess, last on the depth chart. I think he'd be, yeah, I mean, him and... Him and uh, uh, Hodge. Yeah, right. But uh, don't forget, we still have Callaway on, you know, in a suspension for I've, I've four heard, games. I've heard a little bit of a rumor Okay. from somebody that... Breaking news. No, breaking news. Take it all with a grain of salt, because it could just be... It could be nothing. Sure. Uh. I've heard Callaway's name uh, was floated in a couple trade talks right before the the cuts went down. Now, obviously, that wouldn't affect our 53-man, and it could have been somebody even calling the Browns and asking about him, and John Dorsey saying no. But I know Callaway's name was out there. Mm -hmm. So just something to keep an eye on, and especially if Taewon Taylor performs well. Mm -hmm. I I really liked him coming out of college. Uh, I... He's had issues with drops, and he's a little inconsistent with his route running and stuff, but he's another guy who's just a, a speed demon. Mm-hmm. So it, that could be a very another John Dorsey-esque type of robbery if it yeah. – if you know, And, I mean, being around Jarvis and Odell obviously is going to help with your consistency and hands mm-hmm. and things like that. Absolutely. Um, now on to the potential Achilles heel of this offense – the offensive line? The offensive line. Something I've been I, I feel like people are just now talking about for some reason as as an issue. Well not I mean not just like today, but like the last like month or training camp and stuff. Well you see them in when I feel like person well, yeah, and live. And sure, stuff. but I feel like it wasn't people like weren't that worried about it in the off season, you know, earlier in the year. And I've I've been saying all all along if they don't that that it it worries me a lot. Obviously, the whole right guard issue. Um, you know, we're wondering: did we pick the best guy or the least worst guy? You know, what yeah, I mean? the a- least bad. Everybody over the offseason, season, myself included, thought that <clears throat> Corbett was ready. He'd step up and win that role. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that has not happened. Nope. And I love the trade for Wyatt Teller. However, he has more experience at left guard than right guard. He would have to take uh, a little bit of an adjustment to go over to right guard. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, Bull, Bull and Fox were interviewing a beat reporter from Buffalo. I don't know if that's you, you heard that conversation, but that's exactly what he said is, one, he's he's not going to be swinging in the center. He's, he's not versatile. He's, he's one position. He's guard. And he's only played left guard, like you were yeah, saying. Yeah, I think they so played a even. I think he put a little bit of right guard, but yeah, something like they said they tried him snaps or something. Yeah, like I think they said they tried him like you know tried him out, um, moved him around in practice and off season, and they gave him some reps in the preseason, but he just didn't. He yeah, it, it's not where he feels comfortable. And obviously, the left guard spot is our I think our biggest strength on our line. Absolutely. Um, I absolutely hate our. I hate one tackle. I'm nervous about the other tackle. I hate Hubbard. I I don't know wow. why. What do he ever do to you? I just I don't know, man. He's just he doesn't jump off like he's he just seems bad. 
Here's the thing. He's you just... got to realize this. We had one of the best offensive lines after Freddie took over, right? Part of that's with Baker and Scheme uh, and them just playing mm-hmm. well. Now there's obviously a big loss with Zeitler at right guard going yeah. all the way down to Cush. That's a huge loss. That's not yeah. no denying that. However, there's ways to scheme around it. Demetrius Harris is a good blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. So he'll definitely be able to help out a lot. Yeah. I just feel like I heard Chris Hubbard's name too many times. And when you hear an offensive lineman, sure. it's usually he not struggled a good thing. early in the year for sure. But he, like the entire offensive line, he just got a little bit better and better <clears throat> every week. Let's just my, let's see how I get. This is a good test on Sunday against the Titans. It, my, my favorite way to classify it I know you're not going to have a whole offensive line of 85 overall Madden players. You're not gonna have all pro bowlers, but man, you, you it really sucks to have seventy overall tackles. Let me on, ask. Let me ask on you each this. End. Name a offensive lineman for the New England Patriots. I'm not a Patriots fan, so okay, yeah. But if they have like a Pro Bowl type of lineman, I don't know no. exactly. Their their best player or best lineman is probably David Andrews, and he just went on the IR. The point being is you don't need to have. I get it. Pro Bowl players because they work in such good. I get it. I'm, and I'm hopeful for that. I'm hopeful that you know, we make out. up for it in other ways, and and I let will. Let but it just it's still. I would just. I would love to have somebody who's just who who's solid. You know, is it gonna get Baker killed? Like I don't. It it might just be me and I, not knowing that much technically, but I feel like the tackles are are more crucial than the inside guys. I mean, you still have to, like, I don't know. I just feel like you're protecting, you know, the blind side, but the left tackle, you I know, mean, getting that, getting, you're getting those speed rushers and the guys like the mild. I mean, you, you're locking up, you know, the tackles who aren't getting to the quarterback as much as the rushers, the ends are that the uh, tackles, are, usually it's their job to block. So. For a quarterback, the height of Baker, interior line is more important than the outside tackles which so, i i've heard that too yeah so, so we have a, I, I a can very good left guard and a very good center yes if they can scheme to where kush is protected mm-hmm. and baker's mobile and can get out of situations like that we'll be fine they just all need to work together I guess that's that's the biggest thing and if they do that they're all on the same page i'm, sh- I'm sure it'll be fine for sure yeah um but yeah back up as far as uh backup linemen we kept uh still uh Letting Austin Corbett hang around as the back. He's actually kind of transitioned into the center kind of spot, yeah, but he, he'll float around, and I think he'll be like the next guy up. You think on he'll if if any of the guards or center or Treader goes down, I think mm-hmm. Corbett comes in. Yeah, um, listed as a backup tackle, uh, Kendall Lamb. Yeah, he's so it's, swing tackle. No surprise. Exactly. Um, and then uh, Justin McCray, a uh, guy yeah. we picked up. Yeah, he's versatile. He's played uh, every position except center in a game. So just another guy that, you know, can fill in a, a pinch or an extra lineman <clears throat> on the field. Exactly. And I don't think – we didn't go over tight ends. Um, um, that is next on the list, yeah. Wait. Um, Actually, so this yeah, one actually one skips days. it. How about that? So, so t- tight ends, you got yeah. David Njoku, mm-hmm. Demetrius Harris. You got Pharaoh Brown and Ricky Seals Jones. Ricky Seals Jones, he's a former, uh, I believe, a five star recruit. Went to A and M as a receiver. He's converted into tight end. Mm-hmm. He had a couple nice games, I believe, in Arizona. Uh, Wilkes is probably familiar with them, so I think that was a good flyer to take. I don't understand why Pharaoh Brown's on the team, and then I think Njoku and Harris are pretty much the obvious one two at this point. Fun fact: Ricky Seals Jones is. I think my starting tight end in my face of the franchise in Madden, which hmm. I had just left the Oakland Raiders in my after my fourth season and went to the Carolina Panthers, who for some reason ditched Cam Newton. Interesting. So now I'm running the Carolina Panthers, and uh, yeah, got a. Hmm. I, the only re- that's that's why when you said that I was like, where do I know that name? Yeah, it's because yeah. I'm passing to him every time I play Madden. So it's a hell of a name. Very, very cool. Very cool. Now, uh, flip sides of the ball here. This is where it gets real fun and real scary. Defensive uh, line, 
We'll start out with the ends. Obviously, Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon. Easy no question peasy. there. Yep. Um, pff, what beasts, man! Absolute beast. Um, behind them, Chad Thomas. He's all right. I mean, just you know, he sucks. You don't want him to. You don't want him to have to play too much. He sucks. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Probably your least favorite uh, lineman they kept. I assume then. Uh, least, other than Corbett, probably my least favorite player. Yeah. Sure. On the team. I just don't get it. <clears throat> <laughs> but you got Chris Smith and Jannard Avery on the other side, which Avery seems like they're going to go defensive end and linebacker. Kind of they a, have him listed as a defensive end, so yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I think they actually have him listed as the backup Sam as well, which we'll get into that here in just a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think you'll see a lot of Avery, even though the depth chart doesn't really reflect that. I think he'll be he'll be on the field a lot more than he'll than be keeping guys seems. fresh. And oh, yeah. and you know putting pressure on the quarterback while he does that, so that that's fine with me. I, I mean, I think depth like the depth with uh, Lawrence and Ukele coming up, making mm-hmm. plays and stepping up. I think that's going to be huge for the interior line as well, because that's mm-hmm. a big reason Ogan Joby fell off. Is he was just tired, sure, and having a guy like Richardson next to him, that's so yeah. I can't have, wait to having see those it. two, and then like you said, uh, Devra Lawrence, man, he's been. <sighs> Man. outstanding we needed somebody to step up like that so well here's here's the only thing is you know this time last year we were kind of saying that about trevon coley well, and yeah. where is he at not on the streets. browns yeah not on the browns so um but as a, as of right now he's definitely looking like a beast uh a guy you're not going to worry about whenever he comes in to, in for you know as relief for Ogunjobi or Sheldon Richardson, you're going to be just fine with that. The nice thing uh, coming up here, Tennessee, their starting left tackle suspended for four games, mm-hmm. and their right tackle uh, was not at practice today. So they could be I, on their third and fourth tackles. I did, I did see that, and that <laughs> that is scary. Um, it, you know, it's it's too bad, Marcus Mariota. Mariota, Mariota is a running quarterback because I you don't had know somebody if he'll have time was, to run though. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, I I I agree, but if uh, the Tennessee coaches know what they're doing, they're going to be preparing him to take off. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's too bad we don't have somebody as athletic as Tom Brady back there. I think it'll be uh, nice with the four-two-five defense as well. Put Whitehead on basically a uh, cover spy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mariota, just don't want him to get outside the pocket. But he's so fragile. I don't know how often he'll be able to actually run, as long yeah. as he can avoid being hit. But I think mid to late second quarter, he's going to start seeing ghosts in the backfield. You know, I don't. I, I think he's going to get sacked a couple times and then just be like, oh, shit. Like, this is, right. like, you know, they're ridiculous. So I'm excited for that. That's going to be awesome. So, uh, well, now that we're talking about it, or well, well, hold on, we're still going through the defensive roster. I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. You're getting ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Um, so yeah, we were just talking about, uh, you know, Jannard Gen- Avery, uh, being also listed as the backup Sam linebacker. So mm-hmm. let's get into that. Um, then we'll get into the Mike and the Will. Um, so yeah, uh, right now they have a Darius Taylor listed as the number one yeah. at that spot, which I feel like. Those guys, I just feel like they're not going to be out there as much as no. some of the other like linebackers, and we'll we'll talk about them when we get to them. And like you said, uh, Jannard Avery is the the second Sam. He's going to kind of flip between yeah. defensive end. He'll move back if he needs to the, for whatever packages they have him running in. And the way Wilkes' <clears throat> defense is going to run, this is pretty much to appease the Cleveland Browns website in terms of the actual depth chart. I mean, Taylor's right. we're rarely going to be in that defense and. I, I guess when they go to line up, Taylor will be in there. But, I, I mean, it's – yeah, don't look too much into that at all. And, and it's funny. It's starting to be kind of a theme. And, and, like, Freddie even, you know, early in the the preseason and training camp, you know, that it used to be, a, like, such a set thing. Like, you'd get these depth charts but he was he didn't even want to put one out he's like we, we don't even have it you know we're not worried about that we're just nah. playing guys right now exactly we're given you know in all kinds of different spots and 
there's not really like a set order to it. They just they have their spots, they have their roles they play, and that's that. And you're starting to see that more, I think. But you know, to like you said, to appease the the media and yeah, whatever they you know have to write it out for them. Yeah. Um. So moving into uh the well linebacker, uh Christian Kirksey and Mac Wilson, and then Malik Jefferson is uh extra linebacker they kept there. Yeah, but, yeah, that was a nice pickup. <clears throat> I mean, he's a third round pick from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh, former five star linebacker from uh, University of Texas. Mm-hmm. He's he's a lot kind of like Mac Wilson. He's young. He's very raw. Uh, Jefferson has a a lot more physical ability, but Max just a lot more. Uh, he has more awareness. He's smarter yeah. on the field, especially you know coming from that Nick Saban defense. Mm-hmm. So Jefferson, he could be a real nice special teams player. I think he would uh, fit well. Just run straight, go tackle the ball. You know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about the depth there. Uh, it'll be nice to see Kirksey back at full health. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of actually of healthy, Taki Taki returned this week from a hamstring injury, so it looks like he'll be good for Sunday. Uh, he'll he'll be playing some special teams because mm-hmm. he's obviously the backup to one of the best middle linebackers in the game, Joe Schobert. Yeah. Um, just one more thing before we move on to that. I just want to say. I hope we see a lot of Mac Wilson this year. If um, he earns it, I know. If he earns it, that's fine. Yeah, I know. You know, you have what's his face listed as the same. <laughs> what's his face? That's how oh, much geez. I care. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darius Taylor and Avery over there at Sam. But I mean, when you have three linebackers on the field, I really like the sound of Kirksey, Schobert, and Mac Wilson. The the problem with that is the Sam linebacker is more of a stop the run, get to the quarterback type of guy, fill fill the lane. I yeah. Whereas true. Mac is or the Will linebacker is get the running back out of the backfield, drop back into coverage type of guy, watch the tight end, things like that. Yeah. So Mac's role at uh, Sam, he would he would look not good compared to what he was as a will. And he, I mean, I, as much as Mac looked great in the first two weeks, he did not look good in the next two weeks. So that's something you have to account for as well. Yeah. He, it definitely seems like his strong suit is, is like coverage. Oh yeah. Chasing down the, the runner like later on in the, in the play. Cause he's very athletic. So I understand that. Um, but yeah, the middle linebacker, the King Joe Schobert, the quarterback of the defense, Stug. And then, like you were saying, uh, t- Taki Taki getting back. That's that's good to see. He's he's getting healthy and should be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he's uh, definitely another uh, special teams guy that will definitely uh, be a factor in that stage. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the uh, defensive backfield. Uh, is that is that what you call it? Defensive backfield. I don't know. Um, the secondary. Got uh, yeah, the cornerbacks yeah. they have listed as uh, Denzel Ward and Terrence Mitchell as the starters. And then no uh, surprise. TJ Carey and Grady, you know, behind them. And then they also have uh, Tavier Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a name I don't know. but Thomas is a special teams demon. He was probably yeah. our best special teamer last year. Okay, You won't ever see him on the field on defense unless something terrible happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a pure special teams guy, and he's great at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember Johnson Batamosi? Yeah, pretty much Johnson Batamosi. Okay. Uh, I I don't think it's a surprise that Mitchell is the second corner. Uh, Carey will be on the field a lot since he'll be in the slot role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Greedy, I think we'll have some chances. We'll we'll see him when the tie-ins if they're down. They need to, you know, spread the ball out, and I, I think Greedy will have his chance there for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. I I think Greedy looked good. He's got a little ways to go, but, I mean, I think if he keeps progressing throughout the year, you know, if, if Terrence Mitchell kind of falls into what he was when he came back from injury last year, um, you know, you can maybe yeah, see Mitch. Greedy take that spot. But, you know, right now I, I like how they have it set going into the season. I, I agree with it. Um, 
they kept five safeties. Mm-hmm. And uh, Demarius Randall, obviously, um, looks like the other safety, the um, the strong strong safety. safety. Yeah, sorry. It was, I want for some reason because it's like listed as SS. I want to say like small or short safety, but I know it's not that. You're thinking so short I like, stop. Yeah, I so I have to like. think extra long in my head before i say it so i don't mess it up so thank you (laughs) but yeah the strong safety uh morgan burnett and jermaine whitehead and then behind uh demarius randall at the free safety eric murray and sheldrick redwine uh rookie Mm -hmm. he uh had some more uh, more downs than ups but you know redwine right now is a special teams player he yeah, was if you watch exactly. the games closely he was in on all the special teams he's going to need some time to develop mm-hmm. uh, i definitely like the redwine pick more than the chad thomas pick from last year cuz these were both the this had alonzo highsmith fingerprints all over it sure so i think he'll he has more potential and he'll he'll take some time to yeah. to get up there uh I hope it's not another Austin Corbett situation where they drafted him to kind of be the backup or to take over. Like Corbett was obviously for Zeitler or Treader and then not win the position because I'm not feeling confident that we will re-sign Randall. Yeah, but what what round was he? He wasn't he wasn't as red one? Yeah. A fourth. Fourth, yeah. He wasn't he wasn't the first pick of the second round yeah right yeah true it's a a little bit different but i see what you mean yeah definitely i definitely get what you're saying there um i like eric murray though i think eric murray will be uh he'll be on the field a lot as well just in different roles sure uh if tj Carey does go down i think they would slide murray into that slot corner role yeah um and then whitehead i think uh whitehead's gonna surprise some people this year i think he's gonna actually play a lot he's going to be that third safety uh i'm I'm expecting some pretty big things out of him i i think right now he's a better player than burnett and i really hope that uh you know maybe murray can step into that strong safety role which i don't think he is really suited for it or i'm sorry to have whitehead step into the strong safety role and then murray as that third safety but Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. It, they have a lot of toys they can play with in the secondary for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of mix and match them. Um, yeah. And let's be honest. We all know who the best special teams player on the Browns is right now. The is big it? hitter. The Scottish hammer. Did you know? It's not just his leg. He brings the hammer, the, the, the thunder of the hammer of Thor down on returners. Did you know he had the most well, special teams tackles? I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. That's funny. He had, his form is great. Yeah, I mean it's not like he's laying guys out, but he knows exactly he knows what how he's to do doing. it. Yeah. yeah, he knows how to tackle. But um, you know, he grew up a rugby he player. Teach greedy he, grew how, up he needs a, he needs to teach greedy how to tackle. I feel like greedy's been all right. Nah, he looked all right. Yeah, you know, that that was that was his big criticism coming out, but I haven't seen it being too big of an issue no. this far. Mm-hmm. So and then yeah, so we already we kind of already talked about this competition, or you know the the rookies winning out the jobs, and then yeah. all, you know obviously Austin Seibert being the uh, kicker. So yeah. that is what we are walking into uh, week one with. If you want to list like the the some of the other special teams guys, they have Dontrell Hilliard and Deanna Johnson yeah. listed as kick returners and punt returner, Sa- same right? yeah same as punt returner. Uh yeah, okay. Cool. And so, of course Charlie Charlie Hewitt at uh long snapper. Woo. Yep. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Reliable. Is it, can he do anything else? Is that is yeah, that he literally? Ta- he, he goes down in tackles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but so uh next... How do you feel about it? How do you feel about the depth chart? Pretty good overall? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We I can see some death across I mean, the board, which yeah. is nice. More than we thought we would have in a couple areas. Like we weren't so sure mm-hmm. about defensive tackle, but I and we're not, you know, super deep, but I was I like very concerned back. about linebacker. Yeah. So if it, Mac Wilson can play like the first two games of preseason, yeah, dude. If Taki Taki has mm-hmm. that rage, you know, with them, mm-hmm. if uh Taylor's at least just average. You know, in the limited mm-hmm. snaps he can play, I think that yeah, that's a good room right there. Yeah. So next on uh, the docket, we've kind of talked, 
you know, a little bit about about week one going into it. The depth. Well, let's 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 preview that a little bit more. Um, what do you what's what's your expectations for the game or what's your prediction? We'll we'll do predictions for uh, sure. week one. So I think I've thought about this a lot, and just with the Titans down a couple tackles, mm-hmm. with Mariota being kind of injury prone and not a a big time hitter per se. Um, I I just I don't. The only way I can see the Titans winning this game is if the Browns get super sloppy. Baker's not protecting the ball. And their defensive line eats our offensive line. I think Freddie and the and Todd Munkin are smart enough to scheme around these issues. Mm-hmm. I think the offense is not going to look as good as people want it to look in week one. But I think that's going to also be due to the fact that everybody's on the field at the same time in a live game situation. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I'm going to go with, for the first time in I think 15 or 16 years, I'm going to have the Browns a winner with a score of 20 to 10. Okay. Um here here's my like kind of key to the game. Something something that we didn't see a lot of with our first team offense in preseason that I hope it was just them trying some things out. Mm. We passed the ball so damn much. Yep. Run the football what? with Nick Chubb. Here's okay. We can't Do get- not give Chubb 20 carries in preseason. Those are 20 carries. No, that, you know. no, you're right. But we also had Hunt playing in preseason. But, you know. Yeah, ba- he had Baker, a sports turn. Yeah. And Just had surgery for it. You know, so. Yeah, but. but I get what they were trying still, to do. Still, like, you, you, yeah, you have to run the ball. And that's going to be key to Baker's game because that opens up the play action. And that's something they were so good at when they could, you know, when Chubb got in there, you know, it was Chubb starting, it was Baker. And that's something that really helped out the team a lot was Chubb was breaking off big runs and then Baker was getting, you know, wide open receivers, getting people to bite on the play actions. Yeah. So it, it's they had such a good balance, but whenever, you know, when they played Tampa Bay, I feel like felt like that was a big issue. I mean, he played a half and threw 26 passes. Yeah, and I feel like they were like I said, they I I it could have just been they were just trying some things, but that was the one worry with Todd Munkin is I know his input's only going to be so much. If it's still you know Freddie's call in the end, but I am a little worried that they're going to get a little crazy with the pass. However, I'm the I was always the person that was like you're you're like predicting okay they're going to run right now. And then when they do, then they get two yards. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? What good yeah, did that do? You? Right, right. So I always hated them running, but man, like, it's. I feel like I think we had that really good surprised. balance last year, and I don't want to. I don't want us to turn into a trying to pass too much and living and dying by the pass. You'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised come Sunday. I I, I hope so. Um, but with that being said, as long as as long as they do. Uh, have that balanced offense as long as the defense comes out. I think they're going to score more than 20 points. I mean, <sighs> Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, he's on the same page with Higgins, so that just elevates how good he is. He's got so many weapons. I think we're really going to show out, probably put up, <laughs> watch me be like, 21. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go... 28 to 13. 28, 13? 28, okay. 13. So 28, 13 for you and 20 to 10 for me. Yep. And I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and mark that down here too. Yeah. Yeah. Mark the, and I'm going to, I want you to mark this down. This is a prediction. Uh, I, it's bold, but I don't think it's like outrageous by any means. Mm-hmm. I think, and I tease this a little bit on Twitter. I don't think that Odell will lead the team in receiving. On Sunday, and I don't think Jarvis will lead the team be receiving on Sunday. I think it's going to be Rashard Higgins. I think their game plan is, <clears throat> in their mind, I, I'm assuming Malcolm Butler is going to shadow mm-hmm. Odell, and I think they're going to try and do what they can to take away Jarvis out of the game. Yeah, so that's going to leave Higgins with some pretty nice opportunities, and I it, the connection to Baker. And Higgins is 
very well known at this stage. Yeah. Uh, I just I could see him getting a lot of targets, getting some mismatches, maybe on like a third corner or a linebacker even. And I think he could just I think he's gonna have a pretty damn good game. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything till against that mm-hmm. until we really see what Baker and OBJ look like together. And that's, that's something fair. that that perception could change really fast. Yeah, that's I mean if he does they they do come out lighting it up, you know, it's gonna be right skyrocketing expectations from that point. Since you have to get like one game like I mean, usually you more than that. You would you know, it'd take the first couple of weeks to really gauge a good idea of what that that connection's gonna be like. But I mean right. Beckham's a beast. Oh so. yeah, right. So, uh, let me. Th- I, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, who do you think is going to score the first touchdown of the year for the Browns? First touchdown of the year. Mm-hmm. I think. See, I feel like you're going to get tricky with it, with your pick. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna get tricky with it. Let's hear it, Dontrell Hilliard. Really. Run or catch? I think it's going to be a little dump off, something like that. Like It's going to be a catch. Okay. A, a big part of me just wants to go with a Denzel Ward pick six. I, w- I knew you were going to go defense. But. That's 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 why I said you're going to get tricky with it. But against my better judgment, I am going to go with a Nick Chubb touchdown run. That was my first instinct. But I was like, for some reason, they're going to get down to like the 15. And nice they're gonna be out, be, out, be out in the shotgun or something, and hmm. I, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm play. gonna go Chubb touchdown. Or run. have him like out wide, like in the slot with an empty backfield. He'll he'll motion him out and have him do like a slant or something. Hmm. What, All right, what well. what's what's the fun in you know picking one of the big names? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, because, I, I know. Because if it is if it is something like a Dontrell Hilliard, I could be like called that who else yeah. would have said that? Right, I know, I I got you. So that's that's my my uh, method method behind the madness there fair enough fair enough um so some news that broke uh today today are you yeah. talking about the earlier today yeah. mm-hmm. we're gonna be looking good sunday wearing the previously known as color rush uniforms currently known as primary yep. colors uniforms that we will be wearing a total of six times this season the fans asked the they Browns delivered. asked the league. They got approval. It's it's a done deal. We're gonna see a lot of them color rush uniforms. Currently three and zero, so hopefully that streak continues. Yeah, I Excited I mean I'm not a huge uniform guy really, but yeah. I I think the color rushes are nice. Yeah, they're nice compared to the brown mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, that's everybody, cool. everybody that's awesome. loves them. Everybody's pumped. Them, yeah, makes yeah. It, it, it's it's i think that uniform is always going to just hold special especially the the better and better baker does it's going to be more fondly remembered you know oh yeah even more so just because that's you know that's what he was wearing when he came in and he that the picture of when he caught the uh extra or the two point was a two point conversion they did mm-hmm. oh yeah with a strut mm-hmm. just that little that little walk like that image is just iconic you know what I oh mean? yeah definitely had the light like just right behind him perfectly it was epic so that's that's something I think those uniforms are just in, ingrained forever and Browns they need to make a movie memories they need to make a movie just about that game because I I was there and it was the most insane atmosphere that, I've been to that game. Pop like I'm in uh I was in uh, multiple like Browns Facebook groups mm-hmm. and like every week every two weeks somebody would post that blah, blah like you know something yeah. just the, the highlight reel of it and I would watch it all the way through every single time and I'd get goosebumps every time what it's, it's crazy like yeah. Tyrod goes down and then as soon as Baker throws that first dart. Well, he has the two back-to-back darts, and I'm just like, ooh, goosebumps. It's yeah, I love it. It was awesome. Well, it's uh, almost time to wrap things up, but we are going to do a pick 'em. Yeah, we were going to talk a bit about Zeke and golf, but we're kind of running low on yeah. time. So, long story short, 2016 NFL draft class is getting mad stacks. 
So it was yeah. Goff, Wentz, and Zeke are in the top five and just got mad paid. The other two, Joey Bosa and Jalen Ramsey, who are that, also That's such get a paid. dangerous game. Just every the next guy like wanting to be paid more. Like why can't there just be a set like general area for a while? Yeah. For because I mean eventually it's just gonna get ridiculous. I mean, it's not as ridiculous as NBA, but yeah, right. Well, hey, because only one, you only got to pay one guy. Well, I guess NBA teams don't. Yeah. you know, pay. They, I mean, whatever. At I, most three. It, yeah. it is what it is. Um, but yeah. So what we're gonna do, and we're gonna keep do this uh, at the end of each episode. I think. Yep. Um, we're gonna do a, a NFL pick 'em. We'll do our picks live on uh, ESPN, and we'll just kind of. Go through each matchup. We'll both make our picks, lock them in, and then we will uh, post them probably on, on Twitter after the show. So let's uh, just get right into it. The Thursday game tomorrow, yep. well, you know, or today, whenever you guys are listening, if I can get it out early enough. Yep, yep. Um, the Green Bay Packers and the Bears, always, always kicking off the season. Mm-hmm. A hundred year anniversary, so. Uh, who do you got? I'm gonna I, take the Packers. I I am as well. I I think uh, we're gonna get a rejuvenated Aaron Rodgers. I at least hope so, because mm-hmm. we all know the talent that he is. Oh, yeah. But he's Packers just... are my number two team since I you know have mm-hmm. had all these years of being a struggling Browns fan. So I had to I know adopt. He he's gonna have his uh, work cut out for him with Khalil Mack chasing him around, but. Mm-hmm. Um. I just I'm not too high I'm not too high on uh, Mitch Trubisky right now. No, he's no, he's overrated for sure. I agree. I agree. He he gets car- he got carried by that defense last year, yeah. man. The I, uh, that defense is legit though. You know that that'll take uh, yeah. you a far a, a long way. Um. So the next pick we got here, uh, Atlanta Falcons and Minnesota Vikings. I'm going Vikings. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm gonna go Vikings too. I just I don't know why I've never been a huge Matt Ryan guy. Yeah, no, never, neither have never, I. I. He's another guy I think is kind of overrated. He's got Julio Jones to toss it up to, and Calvin mm-hmm. Ridley's been playing really well. Used to have Muhammad uh, Sanu, Roddy White back mm-hmm. in the day. Muhammad Sanu. Sanu. Sanu is just like he's that that vet that steady hands guy. He's. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's almost like he's kind of like a Higgins. Like he, he runs a good routes. He's not the fastest guy. He's not a burner, but he runs a good routes right. and he holds on to the ball when it's thrown to him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings here. <clears throat> Buffalo Bills and Jets. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jets. Oh, first one we're different or being different. I'm going Bills. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about the Browns and Titans. We both got the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an interesting matchup: Chiefs and Jaguars. Uh, I mean, is it really that interesting? Well, Jaguars got a new quarterback. You're the one who said <clears throat> Foles is going to take them to the playoffs and stuff, right? I did say that. You did. Oh snap! I forgot about that. Um, yeah, but rejuvenated um, defense, you know. Yeah, but ooh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, but I think it's gonna be a closer yeah, game than I'm gonna, people I'm think. I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs. I got I got to see a little bit more there. Definitely got to see more there. Um, all right, the next pick: Los Angeles Rams in the Carolina Panthers. I think the I think the Panthers might pull an upset. Uh, that's what I got. Gosh, man, <laughs> yeah, start disagreeing with me. Right. Well, we got one so far, so we'll, yeah. we'll see how. Yeah, it goes. I got the Panthers too. I think it's it's at Carolina. I think mm-hmm. they could be still kind of on top of the world since they just made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I know they lost, but you know they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Sure. Who knows what Todd Gurley's knee? Uh, do they have a re- suitable replacement for him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Baltimore Ravens and Miami Dolphins. Oh my God, Baltimore! Miami. I don't want Miami's a JV team in high school, so Baltimore. There, there's a tweet, and it it, it was well, like Ian Rappaport. He's like, "Oh, uh, Miami's still cutting down on veterans. They're releasing their top pass rusher, rusher Nate Orchard." And I was of- like, "That's their top pass rusher." 
Right. He couldn't even make the O in sixteen Browns, <laughs> but that's your top pass rusher. They cut him. Yeah. Oh, I thought he. I thought he made the team. Yeah, initially, but, uh, and then they cut him. Yeah. Wow. Um, I I like Nate Orchard a lot too. Um, yeah, I just it's Baltimore. Come on, yeah. come on. You know, but you never know with Fitz Magic. But yeah, I'm I'm picking uh, Baltimore. Got He's it. playing right. They're not they're not starting Rosen. No, they? they're still they're still. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Washington Redskins. Philadelphia is Philadelphia Eagles is is Carson Wentz or Carson Wentz. Obviously, Carson Wentz will be playing. It's is Case Keenum. Hmm? Case Keenum starting for Washington. Okay, is that your question? Yeah. Yeah, Dwayne Haskin. I didn't know if he was. No, no, they're gonna starting. I haven't been sit and sit and learn. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's gonna be Philly. Yep. Who I really hope trades for Melvin Gordon because I have him in fantasy and I really just need him to go Man. somewhere and freaking play. I stayed away from him and. Girly for different reasons. Yeah, but. but I got him a little later on, so it was okay. I still got I got Philip Lindsay and uh who's my other main back? Le'Veon Bell, maybe? Oh wow. Yeah, it's a good backfield, so and then yeah, like like I said, on top of that, I have uh let's see now I gotta look it up. Anyway, we'll move on to the next one while I do that. Um I'm picking Philly. Yep. Same. Um Cincy and Seattle. Man, this is a tough one. Really? No. Okay. I was going to say, it's fairly <laughs> easy to me. Definitely Seattle. DK Metcalf is going to have 600 yards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wherever you're watching that game, bring an extra pair of pants for yourself if DK Metcalf scores a touchdown because yeah. of my word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another, uh, I think, they another annual game they kick off every season, the Giants and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, I mean Zeke's back, but oh, I skipped one. We'll we'll get to it. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's right. Thanks for pointing that out, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Giants Cowboys going with the boys. I just, I don't know. I got I got to see. Peyton Manning is is starting in New York, right? Yep. Or Did, Eli Manning, not Peyton. Peyton. <laughs> Peyton's out. Eli, yes. Peyton Manning. <laughs> they wish. I wish he was starting. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, yeah, the New York Giants. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So, yeah, I'm picking the Cowboys because why would you do that? The Colts, the now Andrew Luckless Colts versus the Chargers. Ran all out Chargers. of luck. They ran out of luck. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Laugh track that right there. No, that my 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 mock laugh is going to be the laugh track because okay. I'm too lazy to do that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, the Chargers. That's uh oh. Another, another. I'm going to go upset. I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, I think their defense is going to be able to keep Rivers in check. They don't have Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Brissett is probably the best backup in the league. So can he take that next step in becoming a starter? Going to find I, out. Then he get a new on, deal. Yeah, I think. The Colts aren't going to be – I don't think they're even going to be a playoff team, but I think they can play spoiler this year for teams like the Chargers. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's a good thing Brissett can run a little bit because Bosa's going to be after his ass. So. Well, yeah. But they got yeah. a good offensive line, though. Right. True that, true that. Um, this one's – and this is actually an interesting magic, magic matchup. God, I can't talk tonight. Uh, Detroit Lions and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's a it's a pretty even matchup going into that one. That could really go either way. They're both you, you bottom rely on of the barrel teams, but it's it's going to be a good game because they're both like you know bottom of the barrel teams. They're bottom of the barrel, but they're like they got like a weird potential because you have. Matthew Stafford on the Lions, who is kind of a you know is a pretty well established quarterback, mm-hmm. maybe a little overrated, but still a steady quarterback, who at any time can light it up. And he then fits you into got, that Matt Ryan category for me, right? Like, and then good, but not great. Yeah, and then you got that Kyler, you know Kyler Murray, who you just you got to see. It's going to be you don't know what you got yet. I mean, it looks good, it sounds good, but you got to see it before. You can determine it. I am. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lions. 
I'm going to go Cardinals. Yeah. I think David Johnson's going to have a big game. Hopefully he's back healthy. Mm-hmm. I think Fitzgerald's going to help out Murray a, a lot, and I think Stafford's going to shoot himself in the foot one too many times for him. We will see. Uh, next up, San Fran and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a very interesting matchup for me as well. Yeah, I Bruce agree. Arians, see what he's done with Winston. Uh, I'm a big Chris Godwin guy. I think he's going to have a breakout year for Tampa. But on the other end, you got Kyle Shanahan a couple years in now with the Niners. Jimmy G uh, looked terrible in practice and not so hot in preseason. Can he take that next step? Uh, They just put Jarek McKinnon on the IR. They've had some injuries at uh, the receiver position as well. Uh, I'm actually, I know it sounds like I'm going Tampa. I'm going to go with the Niners. Yeah, I'm I think go. Matt Breida is going to show out and have a big game. I think Jimmy Jeans is going to be good. I think Niners' defensive line is going to eat Tampa up. I am uh, I'm going with Tampa. Okay. Wow. All right. Here I, we go. This I, is good. I, you didn't really get to see much of it versus the Browns because he was running for his life. Mm-hmm. But rightfully so because I think we have a top three defensive line. Yeah. If well, not yeah. – you know, if not the best front four sure. in the NFL. Um, but I think uh, Bruce Arians is really going to help Marriott or Marriott. God damn it. Um, Jameis Winston. There you go. And I think they've, they've already pointed out some ways and some areas that he's kind of evolved it just even over this off season just from, from some preseason tape and he can always revert to his old ways and his bad habits but things just like he's j- would just panic and chuck the ball up trying to play hero ball and I feel like he's he in the preseason and like their game plan is to get him more on the shorter safer routes you know get stop trying to get it all at once you know, mm-hmm. methodically move play. I think that somebody said they want him to play like Peyton Manning, like just sure. Well, I wish we all could play dinking like and dunking Manning. all the way up the field, trusting the run game, all that. So, um, I'm interested to see that, and I think it'll work. I think, I think, uh, Ari- I like Arians a lot, and obviously, Freddie Kitchens comes from Arians' coaching tree and has took a lot of things away from him, and I think he's going to help Winston tremendously and kind of save his career as a starter. Yeah, be I a think he's going to save see, him yeah. from that transition to backup. Sure. Journeyman guy. Um, Pittsburgh and New England. Um, I'm taking New England. Yeah, same here. I Yeah, fuck Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, Houston, New Orleans. It's a good matchup. I'm going to go with the Saints, though. I think they're going to be out for blood after last year. You know, the Saints always lose in weird ways. Like, I've, like I, I know they're such a great team, but for some reason, when I start paying attention, they lose, so I'm gonna. Hmm. I'm gonna. I don't. That that probably doesn't make sense, but I'm gonna pick Houston just okay. just to say screw it. And then uh, another kind of mediocre matchup here: Denver Broncos and Oakland Raiders, which the Raiders have kind of been the favorite here. But I'm gonna go Denver. I like their running game. I think Flacco can be serviceable enough for them. Yeah. Uh, their defense is still going to be really good. I'm excited to see what Vic uh, Fangio's does with them, and uh, I'm not I'm not a Gruden guy at all. So I'm yeah I'm gonna go with Denver. Fun fun. I'm hopping aboard the Raider train because mm. why not? You're you're too sucked into hard knocks. That's what it is. A little bit, a little bit, but that's okay. And then our let's see our tiebreakers uh, protect the final score. Let's see for. Houston and New Orleans. I'm gonna say. See, I said Houston's gonna win. They could be a close game though. It could be like uh, 24 to 21. Is uh, hmm. my prediction. 
Okay, for that, I'm going to go with 30 to 17 Saints. Okay. And it is time to submit our picks. Lock it in. Locked and loaded, ready to go. All right. And we are set. uh, Any final thoughts before we sign out of here? I can't freaking wait. It's going to be awesome. That's, That's my final thought. I can't wait. And uh, we will uh, be back next week, and we will recap game one and kind of do the same routine, you know. Hopefully we'll be be recapping previous games, hopefully talking about a win, like you said, and uh, previewing uh, the next week after that and get the season started and ready to go. Let's do this. All right, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.